Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. We're here to look back at the Burnley game a little bit more than we did on Friday night, and we're doing it from a pub. Uh, Gareth hasn't been home since no. since Friday. You heard, no. you heard the state of him on the I reaction. Can't, I mean, I was actually embarrassed the next day. So, <laughs> I was thinking, like, it wasn't that I could, bad. I could, I could be, I could be cancelled. No, no, there was nothing like that. It wasn't that bad. Um, but we are in the Steamboat Pub in South Shields. Very nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's all right. right. It's street, tried, it? That's what you want. Yeah, full of antiques and old memorabilia. And that's so, just us. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and uh, this is the pre and post match pub, post event pub sorted. If you're going to come along and watch us, because from here you look out the windows and you can see the customs house in South Shields, which is where we will be on the 27th of April. Isn't that yeah, right? It is indeed, yeah. We've just been in there for a lovely look around, had a walk walk around and I'm slightly more scared now because um, <laughs> it's like a proper place and everything. Proper theatre. Yeah, proper. Um, so thought. I know, but it's really quite exciting now I've been in there so and the tickets are so like amazingly. Um so I don't I don't even know that I think the the stalls are pretty much there's well all the stalls if you want to call it that would be there's like not that many tickets left really and I'm not lying because if you go on you can select your <laughs> tickets so I'm not doing a this cheeky PR thing pretending there's a few tickets I was like genuinely surprised this morning when the email came in I was like oh there's like loads we saw loads of tickets yeah which is uh, good so yeah so cover that 27th of April you can buy your tickets online to Wise Men Save Presents um, um, what's it called again Swing about 1973 and a great yeah, yeah. journey. A journey and... That's it, a journey to glory, <laughs> 1973. Yeah. People have already bought the tickets too. Journey to glory. Journey Sounds to like the way Amer- the Americans would do a take on a yeah, soccer yeah, film, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Uh, 20, it's uh, £12.50. Uh, you can buy tickets online if you go to the Customs House website or you can go in person or call the Customs House if you're that way inclined to get your tickets. Move quickly because there are not many left. Mm. Vic Hallam's going to be with us as yeah, well. It's a real honour really. to have Vic. We have, have done stuff with him in the past um, and I remember being really good. That was amazing. When he's a really nice the, guy as well. The Peacock, the thing we did there was like tremendous um, and he's such a, yeah, like you say, what a great guy. So it should be a, a, a really like a, a proper night. But it should be an organised. We're just going to be there doing things 
but the whole setup around it's been organised, so it won't be us on the door yeah. like ticking people yeah. in. Like there'll be pros doing it. Yeah, there'll be like a ticket office and everything. And thanks to uh, the people of Shields for coming out. We've never left Sunderland before. No, no. Well, Which... we have. We went to Manchester and London. Oh yes, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. That's that's a total lie. We've been end of the country. <laughs> I mean, in terms of the northeast, though, we've yeah. never. We've never stepped outside of our comfort zone. We know there's a big London branch to rely on when we go down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, should be good. <clears throat> Please come along and uh, and join us for that night. That's a long plug, isn't it? It was a long plug. But really? I feel, we contextualise though, because we're in here. We're here, we're? yeah. We're here. And this is a cracking pub, it really is. So, well done, people of Shields, for having a pub like this. I think it's absolutely great in here. The Steamboat. Right, there's a free plug for them. Should have done that before. That we should have done well. that before nice. we bought the pint. Yeah, so we a free yeah, one. Yeah, Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. Right. So when we were doing the, um, the predictions last week, this time last week, and I was asking you and Chris and Mick, and we kind of just did that on the spot, didn't we? But nobody thought we would go to Burnley and get anything. Um, so you know, before we look into the game, it's a it's it's a pretty good result, that isn't it? Clean sheet as well. Yeah. First team to do so in since they were in the Premier League, apparently. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, it is like <clears throat> on paper, in context of the season um, and our form currently, um, it's an unexpected point. Um, you would definitely say, I mean, if you're in good form, it's probably an unexpected point. So you've definitely, you know, got to give them massive credit, haven't you, for like, you know, we've shown at times like our defensive naivety this season, but sometimes when we do have to like dig in, mm. We really, you know, we, we really do look quite a good defensive solid unit. <clears throat> well, after we got stuffed 5 1 off Stoke, I, I think I said on the podcast then that I was looking for Tony Morbid to show us he had more strings to his ball than what we were seeing um, in terms of having another way to play. Um, and I think, I think certainly our last couple of away games we've seen that with a. Because this was. A, a similar performance to the one at Norwich, really. Yeah. Apart from we didn't we didn't get the goal and we were really unlucky not to because yeah. Ahmad shot that's deflected is, is inches away, but he could have rolled oh, Jack right, Clark in there as well. Clark, yeah, it's yeah. frustrating. That, that, I mean, that, that, it's always the way, It's like you can't be too annoyed no, at forward having not. a shot from in the middle of the, like right in the middle. And they've the had chances as well, but that was that was the chance. I, wasn't it? I didn't feel like they had many chances. No, really. the, no, Patterson wasn't that. Busy, was he? Did he make one save? I think Barnes had a good chance he put over the bar. That, yeah, yeah. May, he should yeah, have done better there. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think in terms of their overall threat, we, we generally just nullified it completely. Didn't, we didn't, it didn't feel like we were like, oh, we're being ragged a bit here. We didn't even have a spell where it was like we're puffing for 20 minutes and like sort of trying to recover, recovering. Mm. And under the cosh, it was a pretty... It was almost like two teams cancelled each other out in a way, really. Um, but. It was weird because when when like he put like five or six minutes stoppage time or something, and I was a bit like, you know, I'm not sure where he's got that from. But funnily enough, I, I didn't feel threatened even when that happened. I thought I did genuinely think we've they aren't mm. going to score. Like I, I did feel like I felt I felt like it was one of those games where we just defended that well, and our shape was that good that I just never sensed that they were going to score at all which yeah. again against free scoring team that's a good place to be in it's credit credit to the players obviously but credit to Tony Mowbray as well because yeah. I just feel like before that it's been all about just playing that one way which is really exciting to watch when it clicks 
and I asked the question a few months ago to say, is Tony Mowbray maybe like the Lee Johnson of the championship? Yeah. And that's not meant as an insult, you know. Yeah. When Lee Johnson's teams clicked, it was it was great, um, but he didn't really have anything else, did he? No. And and I kind of feel like I was just I was just wondering if the the five one against Stoke was. Tony Mowbray's six 0 against Bolton for Lee Johnson, and and he's he's recovered in in terms of he set the team up differently and they've looked good for it. I think if you look through the course of the season, though, I mean that that result is a freak result, really. You know, we we've not we've we've not really been battered in any game apart from that one. In that's not a bad effort of over thirty nine games. No, but there's been some sort. I mean, for example, of what you know, the the the, the reverse fixture is one that jumps out. You get a two 0 lead against Burnley, and yeah. then I just I've never been sure that we've been smart enough in those games to set up differently. It's almost like just keep going, just keep going, and, and the better teams will pick you off if you if you do that eventually. And I think West Brom did that, and I think Burnley did that. And I feel like had we went to the way we've approached the Norwich game and the Burnley game after we'd taken those two goal leads, I, I would have felt secure that we would have kept it. And I don't think that Mowbray would have done that before. He's, 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 no. I feel like he has learned something from it. Maybe, maybe, I think maybe the Burnley game, we just got blown away in a spell, didn't we? I mean, the quality of the, one of the, like, the, quality of the goals was... You know, varied, but there was a couple of excellent like strikes. There was, there. but I just felt like we were quite open still. Yeah. I thought, like, I felt like they just thought we were playing that well at two now Let's just keep playing like this. Is what I, is what I thought at the time. Yeah, maybe, but even so, you know, we're picking two games there. I mean, again, if you're two yeah. games out of thirty-nine, but yeah, it, did... <laughs> it sounds like a bit negative, but I've actually this is this is me praising Tony no, Mowbray because I feel like it, yeah, yeah, I feel I like mean, he's it's... changed. He, that doesn't seem he's not do. I wanted to see him not do that again, and for him to show me that he can adapt and, and be flexible, and I think he's done that. Yes, yeah. what I'm saying. He, he, yes, I mean he's proven to be like, you know, you know, and I've, I've said you know, other people and pardon myself have maybe commented, maybe it's a bit of a. An appointment that's maybe not geared towards producing results to get promoted. Maybe it's a it's a, it's a, an appointment that's based on the setup that we have um, at the club, and obviously he's one of his primary um, sort of positions seems to be to kind of dampen expectation maybe um, when people kind of get excited about potentially getting in the playoffs um, things like that and it does feel a bit more like a, you know I've said before it's like he's like almost like a ner- like a, mm. a nursery crash manager sort of thing rather than you I think know, you know the, the driving force doesn't appear to be to get 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 as many wins as possible and get promoted it's like oh well you know we'll, we'll try our best and whatever comes out at the end if we win if we get something out of it then great if not then never mind and i feel like we could we could compile a list of Tony Mowbray quotes from this from when he first took over to now and i feel like the narrative will be the same as what we're saying again like you know it's not us being negative you could put the quotes of Tony Mowbray talking about from starting from the striker situation early in the season to replacing Corey Evans, or not replacing, but getting somebody like Corey Evans in, to saying, you know, he has said himself that 
playoffs aren't an expectation or, 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 a, or a demand, so we're not saying anything differently to what he's saying, are we, on that front? No, we're not. And this year, obviously, it isn't. But, as we've said before, there'll come a time to come, you know, what's the expectation for next year? Because a lot of people are talking about, you know, caveating the approach this year with, well, next year we'll be doing this because we've done this this year. We don't know that yet, so it'll be interesting to see what happens and what that position is because, you know, the, the accountability for that, you know, lies not just with the manager, but with the whole with the whole club, doesn't it? And anyone, and anyone involved in the, you know, recruit, the recruitment or the, you know, whatever the set goals, <coughs> expectations are financially, what, what we can manage to do, what, all that kind of thing. It's all on them, so they'll have to they'll have to just they'll have to justify themselves at a point. And also you don't know you don't know which way it's gonna go. Like if you know, you can easily get if you don't have as good a season you can easily be floating around it and feel like a relegation battle even though you, <clears throat> you know, you you may not be like right down there. Yeah. So it's just you know, say thinking ahead, but you just got to be careful. I think that there's no. I just didn't just see what happens because yeah. there's so many things. I mean, you know, not even getting into the teams that we could be competing against next season because the Premier League relegation battle changes every week. Um, the League One promotion battle. You, you know, Sheffield Wednesday are coming up, you would have thought, although they've had a wobble. I don't know if they've gone back top, but they've actually, it was with a draw. They've actually lost two games before that. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Plymouth recover after they got battered in the in the uh, Papa John's Trophy um, yesterday. Um, Ipswich are there, they're about still. So the, some good, famous teams could be coming up as well as coming down. Obviously, the parachute payments of the teams coming down. But it's going to be interesting to see what... Because what you would like to do is look at this young team, and then, like we discussed last week, and say, right, just you need to just have a drop a couple of experienced players in down the spine of the team, and suddenly this side should be going for promotion. But what we don't know is if anybody's going to come and look, start looking at some of our players who have no. made an impression this season. Because you could go through the team, and there's a, there's a few, particularly relegated teams with money to throw around. Their strategy often is go on, let's go and get the best championship yeah. players and um, you could go through the team there could be a few of yeah. those couldn't there's it? probably five or six players in that mm. group where somebody would maybe think and the club probably want a dog yeah I think they probably do mm. in some respects but I think that, to be fair I think they'll probably go well they'll make sure the deal that the outgoing player you know the exiting player um, is, is right and all that kind of thing but I think again, it's like the first. It could be potentially the first period of selling that we experience in this new model system, whatever. And then I think that, in a way, though, I think I find it. I'm kind of almost looking forward to it in a way because I want to kind of say, right, okay, well, I'd be really disappointed to see these players leave. But what are you going to do with the money? Are you going to reinvest it? Yeah, because that's going to be the interesting thing, is it? It's like because I think what will happen is. That that'll be the tell, won't it? And I think what the I think the problem is I think supporters to a point will accept in good nature whatever they're trying to do, um, but 
something like that. I don't think would would fly. Mm. So, but we don't know if they're gonna if they if they go in spend it on highly talented players in the ilk. I mean, we can still have the conversation then about experience, but if they like upgrade the players yeah. they're bringing in on the money that they spend within their system, then you'd go out okay. Fair enough. Like yeah. I still entirely agree with all aspects of it, but at least you 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 you're reinvesting that money. Um, but if it's just literally just cycling through players, getting rid, can't be that. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, if they want us all have faith in this model, as we call it, um, then the proof is going to be there, isn't it? It'll be really interesting to see what happens with that. I don't know if the uh, microphones pick up the music and they run out whether it's loud or so. It's sort of random, like Alice DJ is yeah. blasting in the background. Mem- just flashbacks to being like eighteen year old, you know, still a bit chavvy and. <clears throat> Very much still liking this, chubby. still liking this song in Pizzazz very much. I uh, don't know if it's picking up at all. It's a bit random, like just doesn't go with the theme. Get, doesn't go with the theme of the pub at all, yeah. does it? Like, I hope it don't get um, the cranberries wrong before. That was more appropriate. Yeah, I, think. Yeah. I hope it doesn't get pulled the uh, podcast because like it picks up on the on the uh, that, that that ten seconds of an <coughs> DJ song has been played and the whole thing gets pulled because we had that one for the podcast where um, I think uh, they put. Candle in the wind, I think, at the start of the <laughs> end of one of the pods, and the pod got taken off. Yeah, yeah, it's the only time that's happened, isn't it? Yeah, well, we've yeah. played like music to, uh, to maybe um, bring to life certain seasons or certain time yeah. periods when we've done pods looking back at stuff, and it's always been. I mean, we we make sure we don't play them too long, but it's always been okay, isn't it? Yeah. But then Elton John's, Elton John's obviously lawyers hot. were yeah, listening, yeah, keen yeah. keen listeners. Yeah, yeah, big fan. Um, yeah, I'm not There's sure. A, I'm it, not it sure. Watford, it was a Watford preview. <laughs> that was a problem, I'm not yeah. sure if uh, Alice DJ has a, a seamless level of lawyers. I, I wonder what she's be, doing. Yeah. I wonder what she's doing now, Alice yeah. DJ. No, she's Mate. probably better off alone, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, boom. Um, yeah. Uh, right. So, talking about the players who. Like, like, let's link it to the to, to how the players were, and some some of the players who might um, be turning heads. We're, sell, we're, we're trying to do podcasts about just selling now. Well, players. I just think it's an interesting conversation, isn't it? You know, you've done the reaction. There's only so much you can say about a nil nil draw, really. And a praise well, all of the fans. Kind of saying it's like an unbelievable result, but <laughs> I mean, it's well, a good, not, great yeah, result it, in context. It, it, like, in it context. does make us a bit does make us a bit uncomfortable that whole conversation because. It is a good result, and you don't want to say it isn't because you'd be framed as being like unfair. But at the same time, it's like it does make us feel a bit uneasy about, like it makes it sound like a plucky old Sunderland yeah. went and got a nil-nil draw to Burnley, and it's like, mm, nah. I well, can't, it's, it's I can't, really it's weird, isn't it? Because the, the, the commentators were almost going for that angle. Yeah, when we played Coventry a few weeks ago and lost there. It was very much a giant killing, yeah. and like the mighty Sunderland have fallen the Coventry and stuff. And you're like, well, you know, like Coventry Burnley in terms, of like certainly in terms of like fan base, is there, is there, is there much difference between between two of them there? No, I don't know. I um, Burnley was more recently in the Premier League, isn't they? Yeah, and they've got a richer, much richer history as well, you would say, yeah, yeah. Than, than, than Burnley have. But again, that's the point we're making there about you know can't be plucky Sunderland. And we've said it before. Everybody has different. Everybody's list is different when they think about what constitutes a big and in inverted commas club. Yeah. But I would argue that whatever you put on your list, Sunderland will come out on top yeah. of all of them. Yeah. Because you look at things like history, fan base. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You know, all, all, all of these things, there's, there's a few different things you could listen to and suggest that we come out, you know, league positions. Yeah. Um, it'll be longest. The it'll most longest, time in the top uh, flight, most time in the Premier League. The yeah, exactly. Six, exactly. Six years. I just think it, 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 so people need to just remember that and maybe give ourselves a bit more credit as a club than, yeah. than, than just sort of yeah. suggest that we're like we should be fortunate to be here as we've said this before if we um, could throw it like start throwing our weight around a little bit more maybe um, in, in that respect I, yeah. I feel um, yeah I agree yeah. and, and uh, look how often Sky have us on it's not a, oh, it's not a coincidence ridiculous. it's not the, 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 what, why are they picking Sunderland you know, they are looking and saying oh let's just go for a mid-table club because it's, it's Sunderland I've got a, I've got a mate who's Preston fan, he's just absolutely furious that we're on all the time. You start calling the Sky Sports Sunderland, it's like Texas all the time. He's like, What's this? So every time the pictures are released again, I just uh, text them and go, like, Oh, uh, just send them a screenshot of like, the announcement and go, like, Oh, just to, like FYI, put in your diary. Well, but that says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. And that must be because they're the, the, you know, if they didn't get the figures to back that up, they wouldn't, they wouldn't make that decision. So, um, Again, on the players again, we're going to be stalled from us in the summer. Um, I feel like Dan Neal's development is is. It's hard to forget how old he is and how young he is, and it's his second full season. Because we've said before, you know, he was a player who, like, he's got almost babysit the other players around him now. Like, he's the he's the the one who's acting like the mature one in that midfield, and it's his he's nineteen twenty, and it's his second full season. I mean, that's a real positive, isn't it? Obviously, him signing that new deal. Um, so it kind of makes you feel a little bit more, at least if we did have to, if, if somebody did come in for him. But I feel it's too early. I actually feel it's too early for him. Um, you know. And because he's a fan, he's not going to be in a rush, yeah, is he? Yeah, I just think it's too early for him in terms of, I mean, in terms of goals conceded through mistakes this season, Dan Neal's the highest. Statistically, yeah. the player who's um, given well had made the most errors leading to goals in the team, um, and to be and that's going to happen. Like but to be fair, he's that's playing every minute of every week. Put, that, yeah. but it's more. It's not. I don't think it's the fact he's played every minute of every week. It's more that the job he's been asked to do, yeah. and all the goals that we, we've conceded from his errors are exactly the same. Where he gets caught on the ball when he's trying to play out basically mm. and he gets caught I think and obviously he did it at Sheffield United and got sent off so it didn't lead to the goal but it was the same error and he's done it a few times this year I think he's done it four or five times so um, but it's a combination but at least he's still 
it's like well, that line, isn't it? Where you're like, how do you, having that bloody mindness to keep trying to do it is, is impressive at a young age. Um, so I think that's like almost you could make a positive out of that negative, and eventually you'll stop doing it. Um, but yeah, like he's been great, and you know you, you look at you look you know someone like Bart's been like what an unbelievable like business to get him last year. And it shows the experience yeah, counts yeah, as well. Um, I think all nine again. I thought he was excellent um, slotting in again. He's. Like we, we, he's we just got up, he's gone up a level, he's gone up a level or nine, it's ridiculous, like, against Luton he was just, he was just faultless, absolutely faultless on the ball, off the ball, another level, it is, it's quite mad, his rise really, um, Patterson's another one, it's like, <clears throat> I feel like a I feel like it would be a bad move for him to go to the Premier League now. I think it's too early for him as well. Yeah, I, I think mean, again, it only played even less than Dan, Dan Neary. He didn't even play a full season last season for us. We tend to rip keepers apart in this country as well, don't we? We do have a tendency, especially young English goalkeepers. Like if, he, if he's in the Premier League, he, he will he will give goals away because yeah. his distribution isn't, no. the, isn't the best. And in the Premier League, you're going to get punished for that, yeah. I think. No, I agree. But I think somebody, I don't think he'd go straight. In. He, no, they're probably so, lower back to us. <laughs> probably, yeah, I don't think he'd, somebody would buy him. And then, you know, the thing is, somebody like him, because of his, the speed of his rise, it probably makes it harder for the club to keep, to, to manage that situation because his wage is, his wages are probably so low, you know, from where he was in like 18 months ago. Yeah, I say not even 18 months ago, it's mm. what, 16 months ago. You know, he, he came back during that period where everyone had COVID and played against Wickham. I know he played against Wickham earlier in the season, but, um, you know, he was on loan, came back, and since then he's kind of been a pretty much permanent fixture. Um, just broke into the under-21 squad as well. Yeah, so I just think, like, somebody like that, and for the club to manage that situation, you're like, well, how much... M- how much money could we offer him within our structure? Um, that, you know, he's probably talking about we could give him a significant like financial benefit compared to what he gets at the moment. You know, a level above you probably talking about. You know, well, I wouldn't be surprised. You're probably talking about a, you know, thirty times be what he's earning now, probably given the scenario that he's in so because he probably would have been on less than a grand when he brought it in the first team a week you know what I mean which is mad isn't it for a what you, you know I know he's had an improve, probably an improved contract but it's just you know it's it's just funny isn't it in, in context you can offer somebody three times their wages and think it's great but somebody else could come in off them 20 times their wages and it still would be relatively cheap Do you know it's it's it, 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 I think that's that's probably the battle that they've got with him <coughs> in, in in that respect. I wonder about um, I mean Jack Clark's the obvious one. He's been my player of the season yeah. so far. I think he's a really really good player. Um, but people would know he would cost a bit, and he's not one I think the club would try because they'll have a big sell-on percentage to Spurs. I think haven't they? Um, so I don't think he's one they're trying to get. But I, I'm just fascinated by the way Mowbray talks. 
how much he talks Patrick Roberts yeah. up because um, he's at an age now where it's like yeah. he's gonna, if he Make wants break, yeah, yeah he's gonna if he wants a Premier League move to happen it's gonna have to be soon and I do wonder if a club think he's not getting young any younger and you know when he's probably at his peak value and you know maybe I'm being cynical but I just think there's a reason Marbury talks him up so often in the press that could be an interesting I know what you mean it's like they probably think like because we've probably gotten for a nominal fee from Man City and they're probably thinking well say we got like four, five, six million for him you'd comfortably get that from I would have thought as well because that's you'd go there's the model in action and we've got lots lots of wingers so they could probably justify it be interested more than that because yeah. if you're talking about like that that's the kind of figure you're talking about that's nothing to a Premier League team yeah, at all is it I don't, even I don't, as a squad player or impact sub or something for a Premier League team. is an impact sub or something though like for one of the teams that's promoted or yeah, he's no. capable he's got the, oh, he's got yeah. the ability he so. has got the ability just that consistency isn't it mm. which is why he's never quite probably got you know he's always seems to be a player who people have talked about for years um, but I think you, you know he's been the great thing for him, he's had a really good run in the team, and he's been really great, like generally. So, but yeah, I think it seems a bit funny to like sit here talking about like <laughs> selling everyone, which we shouldn't be doing really because people will hate it. No, we didn't. We're not. We're just you know having a conversation about which player. It, it ties in, you know, not necessarily who we're going to sell, but just the kind of players who've made an impact in in the division. Yeah. I think you know that. I think that's again, you know, that, that the, the challenge in the summer is going to be keeping enough of those players, um, keeping enough of those players together, adding to them, um, and then you know adding what we need around it um, in terms of like the things that we're missing this season, like centre forwards, like <laughs> experience. Um, we ha- I think we were simply going to have to sign a cent- number of centre forwards in the summer. Like we have to. <laughs> like surely they can't. It can't slip. Well, back, you yeah. know, I'm just looking forward to seeing what the updated um, rationale is from yeah. from Speakman, where it was. Um, this is our plan because Jaco is our yeah. is our uh, third striker, even though he was a winger who didn't even couldn't even get a game for us in League One. To we aren't the kind of team that plays with number yeah, nines yeah. was the last one. So I love to see what's gonna. Yeah. I mean, I thought like again, Gellhart. I thought he was very poor again. I just, I, I feel, but I feel from it's such I a pressured situation I do, I do, for him. Like, it's like, well, he's not. I mean, then they did. It's his job, yeah. and he's paid not by us, but very, yeah. very well to, yeah. to do his job, and he's not doing it. So I do I think, think, I do think criticism is fair, but at the same time, having that weight on his shoulders, where it's like he's, he's fully aware of the situation. You know, and again, like he's been talked up. Mom of signed. He's he's been provided Every as an excuse for yeah. He's been provided as as an excuse for us not signing anybody else up front. Or he's great. Everybody wanted him, so we're fine. We're happy with that. That's a lot of pressure to put on somebody. Yeah, and it's not worked for him, which is it's it's, it's sad. Like to see, you don't want to see people fail, but I don't. You know, it, it, you know, you, you look. It's like some of the criticism that Sims got from some quarters, and there's a lad who scored seven and fourteen, and or seven and fifteen, and um, you know, has had assists, and 
It's just mad to me. Like you, I don't know. I just, I'd go for Sims. Oh, I think. In a, like he would be the perfect. Um, like he's exactly the kind of player we should be going for. I think Evan might sell him in the summer, possibly. I, I'm not sure. He's exactly the type of player we should be going for. And It'd be interesting if they do like want to loan him out again. But I've got a feeling they might just they might just. You know the, the, the new manager, new ideas, and well, you know. What I was saying. Before, I know they've been hit by financial fair play, so they might not be in a position. Well, two ways you can look at that, isn't there? They're not in a position to sign better, or <coughs> they need to cash in because they need to recruit. Well, if, they got, if they got relegated, though, if they got relegated, then he'd, he'd, he'd be, be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think they will. Personally, well, I, I, you know, how in a heartbeat. I would take, I would sp- spend, you know, a significant amount of money on him because I think he's got, he's exactly the kind of player we should be looking to bring in. I would say like he's a more like phenomenally the model player. It's like he's got a bit rough around the edges at times, but he's got so much ability. He's proven himself in the championship already this season. Got himself a goal in the Premier League against Chelsea the other week. Um, you know, I mean, it, it would have just been a massive no-brainer to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, you—you yeah. you, you know, it's probably better for him as well. That, you look at that Campbell at, at Stoke. I mean, I thought he was outstanding against us. Um, and you think, as I was saying before, you like think, well, we're talking about leveling up on this on the model. They're the kind of players where I think, well, if we got some money in. Then you go for this type of player. Like you level up a bit, you go, we'll get Sims for four or five million, we'll we'll have a bid for someone like a Tyrese Campbell. And see because they're still they're still they're they're at a level where they're playing consistently and performing, but they could they could you know, double or triple in value. If Interesting to see it, 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 yeah, because yeah. It's all gonna come down to whether we bring money in, as we said. Because yeah. then you may be not looking at youth team players in Premier League clubs. You're looking at you're looking at people who are doing it now for somebody, and maybe like raising the level and standard of what you want a little bit. Yeah, they might be looking at League One. I see. What I mean, who's doing a job down? Uh, I, I should have asked that when I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, Leeburn at Charlton doing well. Yeah. Carl Leeburn's son. Yeah. Well, his son's doing well. He's got. Yeah, yeah. He's banging them in, but. You know, he's got one goal in pe- 50 games. People have been, it's been fruitful for people down there before, though. You know, like, I mean, look at Ivan Tony. You know, made his name in League One, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, well, so, look at Ross Stewart. Ross I mean, Stewart, yeah. Ivan Tony, these, these, some of these players can do well. I think Will Keane's out of contract in the summer, I was reading, at Wigan, who. He's 30, probably, yeah. 30, but you would have him in the squad, wouldn't you? Like, he would be, be getting out of team now. Yeah, he would, well, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm, but when people say, "Oh, who who was there available?" Like he would, you know, he could come and just be a squad player. You wouldn't want him, want him to do anything else. Yeah. Like that's just you. You would sign him and put in your first eleven before yeah. anybody suggests. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, but we evidently need a couple of players like that in the background. I think he, so. can, play, he can play. He can play. I'm not saying specifically him, but you look at that type of player and he can play. Just off as well. He doesn't have to be the focal point if you wanted to change it. A bit like Broadhead, I guess, in, in style, in that respect, in terms of how you would sit in the team. You'd sit and play like that in the team. 
it would be nice if you had a, a centre forward who could do something else rather than somebody who isn't the centre forward claiming you could put them up front. Remember when like centre forward just you just used to put them on the wing if you had too many of them? You just put centre forwards on the wing. That was like a thing for like yeah. for five years. Yeah. How many like time, like Danny Welbeck got sticking in in the, in the wide position or well, Fraser Campbell was like shoved into a wide position. Peter Reid played David Kelly on the right wing did, for yeah. the full season yeah, of Premier did, League. Yeah, yeah. Probably the only manager who's ever play, done did that. He played Michael Bridges in central midfield as well. I don't know, but, he, but David Kelly was a like prolific sort of fox in the box type centre forward wherever he went. And then we played him on the right wing where he just didn't do much he didn't at really all. He didn't really score many in the, night, in the promotion season, well, did he either? No. I don't think he scored. Did he score a goal from open play? I think, I think he, on his debut he got a couple. I remember him scoring a penalty. I think one was a penalty, one was an open play on his debut. But it didn't really work out. But like, like he many every week in the Premier League. Yeah, on the right wing. On yeah, which yeah. is mental when you think about it. Really, yeah. Craig Russell um, obviously would have played in wide areas yeah. probably. But Craig Russell's coming to the team as a left winger and then went up front. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So. Oh uh, well. Right. Well. Is that it? Nice little chat. Overdone. Nice little chat. Long enough. Yeah, long enough. We've we've gone past the half hour point, so we're fine. Um, uh, buy a ticket. Oh yes, we are in South Shields because we've been to the customs house where you should come on the 27th of April and join us for Wise Men Say presents 1973 Journey to Glory featuring Vic Hallam. Tickets are twelve pounds fifty each. To steal that. And you can. It absolutely is. And you can buy them online from the customs house website or if you go you can call the box office or you can go in person to the box office to buy the tickets we are putting a bit of effort in we're not just turning up just to sit there and, oh no yeah you yeah know, there'll be as, as people know with our sort of our live shows we do put a bit of effort in and have some features and stuff be yeah, some visuals yeah, yeah. there for everybody won't there well, it's going to be a bit different for us because it's you know it's like an yeah. actual like proper theatre we're making use of the theatre situation yeah. we're not just going to sit there and just talk for an hour and do nothing else. Well, we'll there will be talking. Lots of talking. Oh, lots of talking. Silence. It won't be. It won't we'll put be, a little yeah, bit more yeah. into it. See, we're saying this now. I mean, hopefully, te- <laughs> technically, we're going to deliver what we're uh, putting in place. Yeah. Here, but, we're yeah. going to. Um, Big promises. We're going to set a competition up as well and give away a couple of tickets. So yes, we just have to are. have a chat about that, about what we're going to do. Um, we'll probably get some interaction from you. Um, whether it's just a question or get you to do something, yeah. we'll have a think. Yeah, but there'll be a couple. Yeah, there'll yeah. be a couple to give away anyway, and. We'll do that, um, and we might see you in the steamboat on uh, after the show, because it's a great spot. So uh, we will be back later in the week. Matt will be back later in the week um, to look ahead to is it Hull 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 Friday. Yeah, I'll be missing that. Alton to one of our five trips to Alton Towers <laughs> that we that we do every year. Um, so Matt will be back later in the week to do that. Um, and as always, thanks for listening. Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 